Asian Avengers. So weak. Asian, Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as well? You, you like opium? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American gives a fuck about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And welcome. This is our 47th episode. Yeah, what, yeah. what are you doing? I was I was waving at some people who are pointing at the little sign we have now. Oh, yes, 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 so yes. So Fumi made a little sign that says Asian Not Asian, like when we're recording here. We put it right by paper. The... People will stop by and then like... Well, I've got like three follows already just from this stupid ass piece of paper. Yeah, see? So that's what I'm... I'm marketing. Marketing. I'm doing marketing. Thanks for marketing. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Quick, uh, quick shout out to uh, a listening party, yeah. uh, the network for having us, and uh, Canal Street Radio. This is their studio, and also the Canal Street Market for, for hosting us. Uh, what's up? What's going on? What's what's up? Uh, just doing our thing. Um, you you just came from I came a little from fancy boy I did, party. I, I, a little a fancy boy party. You know, now that I, now that I said it out loud, it sounds different. But that sounds like a, a bunch of bunch of dudes fucking with bow ties on. That's what, that's what <laughs> <laughs> a fancy boy party fancy boy. for two. Excuse me. This is um, yes. I did come from uh, a fancy boy event. I, I went to a spa, a thermal bath plus a thirty-minute massage. Where was that at? Um, I don't want to say the name of the place, but it was like a ten-minute walk from here. Okay. I don't want to say the name because I'm about to tell you some shit. Oh shit! Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. dude. Okay, so <laughs> a couple of things I want to say before I get into it. This was a gift from my girlfriend <laughs> for Christmas. You don't just normally do this. To no, yourself? I don't do this I, as much as I love massages. But yeah. she got me a voucher for me only. Is that weird? That's a, a little weird to me. It's. I think she's having an affair. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's in Mexico right now. Oh, Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. I think Mexico's in her now. So. <laughs> Just some dude named Alejandro. Yeah, just I don't blame her. So she oh. she got she wanted to distract you, and she was yeah. like, "What does Fumi like?" You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. She, I bet you she could get you booked at a show. <laughs> knitting factory. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got knitting factory. Congratulations. Listen, I'm gonna be in Paris for two weeks. <laughs> so fuck off. So I go I go to this thing. You know, as an Asian dude, huge fan of like onsens and like bath things. You know, sp- yeah, sure. Spring hot springs. Yep. I love that stuff. I go in. I mean, it's. The, the Americans they do it very different here. You know, you, they make you wear water shoes, which is a little bit weird. I felt like oh, I, I, I felt like I was at a water park a little bit, <laughs> and then uh, you know it's kind of based off like the Roman bath thing, so it yeah. looks like that. I mean, that's it's also that's beautiful. What yeah. I didn't like about it, it's um, the, <laughs> the water temperature wasn't hot enough for me. Mm. White people like it real lukewarm. Mm. What is that? You know what it is? What? Gina too. She um, she likes. Hot, hot water. Yes, hot water. I'm not me. I'm a soft boy. You know, I grew up in America, so I like it not so hot. Yeah, I mean, the highest it, it was like 115 or something uh, Fahrenheit, and I that was my minimum. So I was just in there the whole time. <laughs> Another thing I didn't like about it is uh, because it's co-ed. Okay, oh. so there's, you, you see there's women there and men there, and you know when I when I go to these like hot springs or whatever these bath bathhouses, you want to see de- penises. Yeah. No, I don't want to see penis necessarily, oh. but it's penises are a good sign that I'm not distracted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to think about my life and like just relax. Oh. I'm, I want my mind to go blank. But if I see like there were girls that are like wearing hot bikinis, it's like good. what the? I can't. How am I supposed to relax right now? You know? Oh. So I hated that. Also, a lot of couples would come in and like sit on each other's lap and stuff. Oh, I don't kiss, want that. And it's got this like real spring break vibe. Fuck that. You know? And I was just like, all I want is like to see a sixty-year-old Japanese man shriveled ass dick, and his son, his yeah. son's dick. And then, and then you can just be like, now I can be myself. Exactly. <laughs> this, this is who I this am. This is who I am. This is who I am. I want to be. I want first-degree burns. So it was fun, but uh, I, I'd go back. Oh God! And then, and then I had a really bad ending. Uh, the th- I, I did the thermal bath, right? And mm. then at the end, I get a thirty-minute massage. Yep. But the massage masseuse was a man, which that's fine. I don't mind getting a massage from a guy, except. His arms were fucking so hairy. Oh, so it was like and rubbing so on you. He, when he would do the elbow move, oh, it felt no. like the backside of a sponge, <laughs> you know, and just rubbing across my skin. It's like a tennis ball. Oh, God, it was awful. That was like really, really bad. Mm. So um, I'll probably yelp him later, let him know. Too hairy. Too hairy. Yeah, use use your own <laughs> services and take away I some of that hair. Next time you get, I think for massages, you got to go with women or like an Asian guy. That's really... You know, because ah, we're smooth like dolphins. We're smooth, but also like old Asian dudes when they're giving you a massage. I don't know. There's no like when this. I don't know. This guy might have been into me. I don't know. I I was <laughs> feeling. I was feeling some some extra. weird things. Not. For, I was feeling an extra energy from him. Well, that was the hair. 
Yeah, that's what it was. was, there. was that's yeah, I was very. I actually, I was actually very uncomfortable. Oh um, shit! That's man. what this was. Well, so, that's not fun at all. Anyways, but I'd probably go back. You know, it was a good time. Was it really expensive? Do you know? I don't know. I'll probably. I'm, if I go again, I'll, I'll find out how much it was. But, yeah. Yeah. But I recommend it. I okay. recommend it. All right. So that's my little story of the week, man. That's fun. Uh, yeah. yeah. I the you want it to be super like how hot do you want it to be? How hot? How uh, hot in the? I mean, water. I don't know. Like, I don't know in terms of like numbers. It doesn't Th- say some that's, not, that's not how you do it in Asia, dude. In yeah. Asia, it's like this one has this kind of mineral in it, or like this one has lemon in it. No, because like, like at uh, what's that? Uh, what's that one famous Korean one? A spa castle. Spa castle. Yeah, they but have that's in America, right? That's true. I've never been to that one. But I think you would like it. There is the segregation. Plenty of old guy penises. Oh, everybody's naked. Uh, so there's different ones. So there's different like there's some parts that are like co-ed. Where it's like more like, and then you have your, your clothes on, it, but that's not the the wet part. That's like the sauna part. Mm. So it's like real hot and shit. Okay, okay. And okay, then okay. there's parts where it's men and women only, and those that's the wet part where it's like you can oh you oh you want the best thing you sit down and take the shower in, with the stool, you know. Yeah. And then you oh, can, oh yeah. they have that in America. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I wanted that. <laughs> I wanted that stool. Uh, how do you market that to white people? Hey, you a, sit, a sit down spot. And it's, a got, sit down. it's got a little hole. The little hole, so you the know? water can sneak in through your asshole. And I thought it would be weird, but honestly, sitting down in a fob squat with the, the sh- shower, tower? so comfortable. It's amazing. It's like being a baby again. Yes, you know, that's my it's favorite so nice. way to clean myself. So uh, check it out. I think you should check it I will, out. I will, it can be, I'll yeah. go there. I'll let you know how it is. Okay. Um, Wait, we, maybe we'll do a podcast, live podcast from, <laughs> from, from 117 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. They should really pay us to talk about them. Yeah, really um, did. Uh, I want to do a quick shout out to uh, Kai and these uh, this new Korean restaurant called On. Oh yes, uh, they hooked it up. They they gave us. They, well, you, you couldn't go, but they gave me a free tasting meal. It was very good. You're so everybody asshole. should go check it out. Follow them on Instagram at On New York. And uh, we have one Patreon supporter today, this week okay. that we want to give a shout out All to. Right. Her name is Annie Alves. A L V E S. A L V E S. My friend was giving me shit because he thinks. Remember there was that person with the name Devera. Yeah. Um, that guy ended up being Filipino. Yes, they're always Filipino. So I think now we well, got Alves is this is like uh, Swedish or some shit. Uh, uh, Alves maybe. Alves. Oh, you think Could it's be. Spanish? Yes. I don't. What is that? Spanish guitar. So yeah, it could be could be a Filipino person. Ooh, well, hola and gracias, Annie. Annie though, that's not a Spanish name. Annie. Annie, that could be. Any number she's of half. I, We're going to say she's half Spanish. I think we're like, now we're building a, just like a dream woman of some kind. <laughs> like, I bet you she's really tall and nice. And got great well, Annie, thank you so much. And uh, listeners, if you don't know what we're doing right now, uh, you can support our podcast, our cause, our movement on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. And there you can uh, give us, you, go, you can give us a little small donation to support our podcast, you know, we've got a lot of expenses like hosting fees, boba. SoundCloud, boba. Our boba is like 25% buying of our budget. for our guests, buying drinks for our guests, you know, uh, so studios, expensive. all this stuff. So, so we need a little bit more money. So we're trying to get to like a hundred people. And then once we get that, we have a lot of bonus content to, to release. So let yeah. that be a motivation to you, listener, who is not yet a Patreon member. Um, you want to, should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Well, this is all you, bro. So, uh, we've got, uh, we're, we're taking, uh, you know, 2019, we've got big plans and one of those plans, we're trying to branch out with our guests, try to tap into our network, try to talk to people who aren't just comedians. We, we've been having some great conversations, but mm-hmm. we don't see what other kind of creative Asian people are. And, uh, this, uh, person is a writer, editor, uh, right now, currently editorial director at High Snobiety, overseeing content across web magazines etc he's been all over the place uh in the in the men's lifestyle media world including complex four pins gq uh he's done some trend forecasting and was one of the first journalists to write about streetwear in business of fashion give it up right now for john de leon hey pronounced gian just gian. for the record gian it's just Ian with a j behind it it's a, that's a interesting i was gonna ask you it's one of those filipino names that has a really interesting story where my parents wanted me to have like two Catholic names like Jonathan Ian or whatever and then they they wanted <gasps> to have the Joseph so it was Jonathan Ian Joseph <gasps> and then they just smushed Jonathan and Ian together so it could be G and Joseph but then like that's amazing I thought you were like a Chinese dude for a while yeah it has like a Chinese it name. has a Chinese history I guess it's a, it's a sword too what yeah <laughs> Wait, is that a is that coincidence that it's also a Chinese word? Yeah, it's pure coincidence. It's quite, okay. Yeah. I, I love that story of like Jonathan Ian. I yeah, never even cool. heard of that. They just smushed it together. Yeah, that's great. It sounds mad Asian now. 
It does. It yeah. is the, it's even. I mean, it's a very no. Filipino naming convention. You know, is that really? Yeah, there's people named PJ that is just it's spelled phonetically P E E J A Y. That's amazing. And what That's is that? instead P- of like Peter initials. No, it's just PJ, but just it's P- just. Uh, I do it's know a Filipino PJ. PJ. Yeah, yeah. Or DJ. But is it, and is it spelled P E E J A Y? It is, but he but he's also a DJ, so I thought he was just being funny. I didn't know that was his like. That's on his birth certificate. <laughs> PJ, it, P-E-J. It probably is on his birth certificate. Oh my gosh, yeah. I have been just dissing the Filipino community. I want another, give me, can you have roll. another example of uh, another smush name? Another smush name? <laughs> These are good. I, I mean, I don't know, there's probably a Benefer out there. That, just a from Benefer! A, just from like a Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez hey. fan at the time. Like, can, oh, Benefer, that's a good I one. I can definitely yeah. see a Filipino mom. Do that. Like, oh, Benefer would be good, you know? <laughs> you know? That is good. That's so that's They've been doing this before, like, you know, tabloids were smushing names. Right. Exactly. I mean, we're just the original celebrity, like, name namers. Right. Namers. You know? <laughs> I mean, all the kids with, like, celebrity names, like Apple, things like that. I have a friend named, um, you know. Apple. What? His name is Ronald, but he's named after Ronald Reagan, the president. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> That's crazy. So, I mean, you and I, we've known each other for a little bit. And yep. we knew each other originally through Kathleen and Vicky, mm-hmm. who were on the podcast before. And um, Shouts to Banana Mag. Shouts to Banana Mag, for sure. Banana Fam. We just hung out again at a party. And it was cool. It was, um, it was our friends, you know, kind of like celebration. And I wanted to talk to you about that because... I was so insecure at that party because everybody was so cool and I was not. What are you talking about? Everybody, you too, okay, don't don't play coy. Everybody (laughs) had a turtleneck with a double-breasted suit. So many, I counted like six guys who were dressed like that and like this whole kind of like 90s like gangster look. I wasn't wearing a turtleneck for the record. You weren't, but like you did look, you did have a double-breasted suit which was killing it. And it was like being in, you know that movie, you know that show Insecure? You know, oh, yeah. On HBO? Mm-hmm. It was like that, but with like a lot of Asian faces. Mm, hot like, Asians. Hot Asians. Hot cool Asians. Cool Asians. Everybody's super You nice. know what's so funny? I'm going to interject here. People in comedy think you're like a hot cool Asian. But, <laughs> but, 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 Fools. But in, in GN's world, you're not a hot cool no, Asian. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> back, hierarchy. back to the bottom. <laughs> I'm back to the bottom. That's hilarious. But yeah, I don't know. Did you have a good time at that party? No, it was fun. You know, it was, it was uh, pretty chill. It was always nice to have people... You know, gathered in the name of love. See, and even the way he's just responded to my question is just gathered so cool. Gathered in the name of love. Yeah, because our, our friend got married. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Do you find that most of your friends are, like, cool Asians? As in, like, they dress cool, like they're into fashion? I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of Asians that just are cool in general. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. if you look at the majority of our readership and the people that shop at Supreme and shop at Gucci and you know all these designer brands it's, it's a lot of Asians like if, if I had to have one complaint about crazy rich Asians is there wasn't nearly enough Gucci belts in that <laughs> film you know I'm like I thought y'all were crazy rich no one has an off-white Rimowa not oh, one pair yeah. of Virgil Nikes like, no, but because you know what it is the mainstream wouldn't have gotten that I don't think they would have understood what those things were do you know what I'm saying? I'm sure they've been in line at JFK getting like customs where they just see get flexed on by like Chinese tourists who yes, buy everything. <laughs> like they do. I'm you not, know, I wasn't familiar with like the Chinese tourist flex. Tell me more about that. Yes, exactly. Tell us some more about the Chinese tourist flex. Well, yeah. what, like, give it. Break this down as a as a sociological thing and as as a, as a you know how do you guys kind of discuss that? It's just if you look at a lot of the people who happen to be international students or you know, it's sort of a stereotype is like. The people that are tourists from China, they're going to places like London post-Brexit, which became one of, you know, it was the world's biggest luxury market because people flock there to get things at insane discounts because mm. the pound fell so low, right. right? So everything from Burberry, Louis Vuitton, these luxury brands, if you were, you know, a Chinese person of very wealthy means or, you know, decent means, mm-hmm. you could come and buy it for a much cheaper price and then right. you get your VAT or you know your European yeah, tax yeah, yeah. discount back mm-hmm. and so you know people were flocking to places like London and just copying mad Louis Vuitton Gucci Prada like all the designer stuff because it was worked in their favor you already sound much cooler than most of our guests <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean the same thing in Japan right it's yeah. like you know, uh, Thursday, every Thursday here in America, it's yes. like, or in New York at least, you, you know there's going to be a line at Supreme yes. because that's like a drop day. I yes. didn't know that. Every and Thursday? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Thursday. Well, well during the season. Well, right now they're off season. Oh, okay, so right okay. now they're, they're on Come on, Fumi. So, come on. Do you have Vans? Yeah. Yeah. In, in Japan, that's, that's every Saturday. Like oh, okay. everywhere from Beams to, you know, Journal Standard to Supreme and Bape, they just release new things. And I'm a huge Undercover fan, so I was waiting in line at Laforet, which mm-hmm. is sort of this crazy streetwear, high fashion shopping mall 
in Shibuya. Yeah. And I was probably like the only non-Chinese person really? in line. Yeah. There, was, there was a few Japanese people. Yeah. But then people just ran. It was like the Nickelodeon Super Toy Run. It's just like one for thing. for fuckboys. Oh. Like trying to cop. <laughs> Wait. You know, this insanely limited collab. Let me ask you something. Okay, so Chinese people, they got money now. They're buying all this cool stuff. Is there like a distinction between just rich people buying expensive brands and somebody who ha- has a more nuanced understanding of fashion and is 100%. doing something with that? What, what, I, what I learned was I was just in Shanghai for Intersect, which is sort of the streetwear trade show thrown by Edison Chen. You know, not um, Ronnie Chang's character in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and while I was there, I met uh, this guy, Wes Chen, who's... Uh, one of the foremost, I guess, hip-hop radio personalities in mainland China. And he introduced me to this word called Dai, which mm-hmm. I guess is this term for what we would call, like, trust fund kids. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so that's sort of the perception as to, like, who's actually going to all these shops and, like, spending all this money to look like they, you know, just rolled into Soho and yep. bought half the block. Does so it's it's trust fund kids, yeah. I guess, is, is in no, you know, for lack of a better term, that's what we're looking at here. How long have you been uh, a writer and editor for? Um, In the men's lifestyle space, probably over a decade, I oh want to say. Yeah. How did you get like into doing that sort of stuff? It was really music was a through line, right? Oh. I, I wanted to be a musician. In the same way that you know, guys like Hiroshi Fujiwara, yeah, also like have a really who that music. Is. Who is that? <laughs> Hiroshi Fujiwara is like the Japanese Godfather of streetwear. He's friends with guys like Eric Clapton, John Mayer, getting mm. them into these Japanese brands uh. like Visvim and all that. Yeah, but you know, he actually is like a pretty accomplished guitar player. He has like an album, and he's played some songs with Eric Clapton. Um, even you know, Undercover, a brand I mentioned earlier, Jun Takahashi, the designer that he was a. He had a punk band called the Tokyo Sex oh, Pistols. Right. Yes. And you know, you have a lot of these people in fashion that have interests outside of fashion, but somehow they just found their lane in fashion. So they're just like, well, you know, I couldn't be this, but I can be this. And so, so let me try use this as a, a vehicle to push the stuff I'm into. Right. Being outside creative and of stuff. This. Yeah. What kind of music do you want to do? Throughout high school, I, I was in like show choir, like glee shit. I was like oh, literally really? Mike Chang. Yeah. Oh, I'm just trying to imagine you, you know. I was literally Mike Chang. Spirit like, fingers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> doing all that stuff. Yeah. So, oh, wow. you know, to see like an Asian character in that film, like that was, or in that series, I was like, yeah, that was me. I was like the... You know, one of like two Filipino kids, and we actually had a lot because Northern Virginia has a pretty high Asian American population. Yes. So we had maybe like four or five oh. Asian Americans in show choir at the time. But yeah, did you were you fashion like quote unquote fashionable in high school? And mm. if if you were like, how were you perceived in high school? You know? Not really. I was just kind of there. I mean, I'm I'm still am a huge nerd. I was a huge nerd there. Yeah. But, very you evident. Know, yeah. It's not that I had a terrible experience. Yeah. Like, I still talk to people from high school now. It was just you know I was like there. Yeah. I well, a, I asked that because I feel like. Fashion is for a lot of dudes. It's something like the, the average dude will get into it like post college because for so long, especially like it was definitely post college, right? Because if you if you live in like Virginia yeah. or Midwest, like it's not cool to like clothes, you know. Mm. Like it, it wh- is now. It I, I mean I have no idea. Like if you're a teenager, you can be the fashion boy. But you but that's not a teenager in New York. You're no, talking about a teenager in, in like in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, like I have like my 15 year old niece is like, yeah, uh, we have Gucci belts at my school. I'm, like. <laughs> I really need a know. Gucci belt. You're really selling That's me the thing. on this. Well, yeah. I, got, I got my niece, my nieces, um, Prada sunglasses for Christmas. What? Why would so. you do that? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. What are you teaching them? Oh I got them Yeezys like two Christmases Yeezys. before. Yeezys? What's an Yeezy? Yeezys. Oh, Yeezys. Kanye West makes sunglasses? No, no, no. no like, he, oh, those are shoes. Like no, actual he, sneakers. Yeah, he said he says he bought them before. Yeah. Oh, so like, he, you know, so. before like the 350 became like the fedora of the floor. You know, I had. <laughs> is that what happened? I can't oh, yes. get, I can't get into 350s anymore. I'm, I'm putting mine on ice. Oh, I'm putting mine on man. ice. You need to translate some of the shit. I don't know. So about. 350s is the 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 easy shoot. 350. Yeah, yeah. Easy, it's like the one that's like real like I don't know. Looks like an iceberg. You know? I've seen those shoes. Yeah, yeah. So now, those are the but new now fedoras. they're everywhere, and he came out with like tons and tons of colors and mm. stuff of that, and so and then everybody had them, and so now. You know, as soon as you start seeing like a YouTube star wearing them, and you're like, oh, I can't wear these anymore. If like Paul Logan wears them, you can't right. wear them mm. anymore, right? Well, yeah, like there's this Instagram account called Deadstock Report, which is essentially like the onion for like hype shit. Oh. But they did um, this this meme that was like Yeezy or white on white Yeezy 350s become the unofficial shoe of aggressive guys at the club. Yes. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that is it. Fumi, you're learning so it. much. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm talking about. Barely keeping up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just let's just keep it. A li- uh, so, I've always thought that our fans, for example, like Asian people, Asian dudes, a- Asian Asian girls too. It's like, I think in general we're a little bit more 
image conscious than the mainstream. Mm -hmm. And I have my own thoughts about why that is. I, I certainly know why I am because mainly I'm insecure. That's the thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like, do you, what do you think it is that's kind of, that makes Asian people a little bit more sensitive to things like fashion and stuff like that? Yeah, we're just trying to get fresh, you know? Okay, there you go. That's such a cool way to say it. We're just trying to get fresh. I feel like in a fresh. way, like, Asian cultures have always been into fashion, you know, like pre pre colonization, you know, like <laughs> you know, like in with Japan, like well, the you same know, way that those cool haircuts. There, and there's a like whole nice book about that actually about how you know the story of Japanese fashion and its you know repackaging of American trends is really just the story of globalization. But mm -hmm. yeah, if you're gonna look at specifically how Japan came to kill it in fashion and then sort of drive trends outward, you know, it's post war Japan. And the stuff that I'm into, which is sort of the subculture uniform aspect, in, in Shibuya, like the first style tribe uh, post-war was called the Miyukizoku, which are Japanese kids that started dressing super preppy, like Brooks Brothers style. Right, right, right. As a way to rebel against their, you know, boring black Japanese school uniforms. Right. Mm. And so, like, you know, cops would arrest them for loitering and all this stuff. For dressing and preppy. they were seen as, like, these, you know, ab abhorrent youths that were really reflective of how society was on the decline, but they looked like white dudes in Connecticut. Right, right, yes. you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They had like the khakis on and everything. Exactly, like the high water pants, like uh, the dirty white uh, suede shoes. My God, how, how dare they? Right, and you know, it sort of evolved from there. I could speak for hours on this, but that's sort of where it started. And like now Japan from since then has sort of surpassed America in fashion consumption and at the same time you know the the craft of fashion mm -hmm. i have a question i feel like dudes don't <laughs> really care about clothes or like they are starting to but it's like happening at a much slower rate than women you know and is that like is this a, a thing that's going to change soon you think here's a new one. here's a more nuanced way to say that so it's it i moved here in 2010 that was like at the like around i would say what would you say 2010 2012 that was like Peak, peak hashtag menswear. Yes. Yeah. Peak hashtag menswear. Peak like raw denim, everything, you know, all this stuff. And everybody was talking about how all these, you know, everything was going to change and men's like fashion to change. And then it kind of has. But how much do you really think the needle has moved, you know, with in watch that an respect? episode of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy from 2003. Yes. And then watch one episode of New Queer Eye now. Yes. And you'll see. Yes. Mm. Because. It used to be back in the day. You used to be back in the day. It's like the dude would just yeah yeah clean cleaning up was like stop wearing gym shorts everywhere. Yes, you know here's some jeans that are boot cut. Right. Here's an Oxford shirt you can tuck it in and wear it with this you know ribbon belt. Right, and like these square toed shoes and you're fine. Right. Now you go to an episode of Queer Eye. They're not taking the J Crew. They're taking guys to Target. Yeah, they're taking guys to this really affordable places that you can really see how trends and, and menswear have really seeped down to the lowest level, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, that's why if you look at a lot of what is happening on, like, high fashion designers, it's not really, you know, super well-made basics anymore as much as, like, really directional stuff because mm -hmm. you have to be super weird yes. in order to, you know, be considered, like, a design with a, a designer with an intent, you know, and a yeah, vision, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You look at what happens with Gucci, like, people are all about trademarks and like visible symbols of wealth because you can get that shit at Zara. You can get that shit at Uniqlo. Right. Like, you know, a Tom Brown Oxford for $200 with like the little crazy buttons, yeah, yeah, like yeah, crazy yeah. mother of pearl buttons and like a grow grain stripe. It's like versus a Uniqlo one for 30 bucks. Right. It looks the same to most people. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you know, fashion heads will know, but you know, you could sort of get, that basic you can get the look. quote unquote put together look, right right which yeah, is why you've seen media have to pivot like gq mm -hmm. recently which is known as a magazine for you know dudes who want to wear suits and i used to work there in full disclosure but like under its new editor-in-chief will welch it's like you know guys are not just wearing suits anymore guys are wearing mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that's why you know their latest cover which i think is really dope is frank ocean in like a floral prada turtleneck sounds so hot but you know it, it is like the new <laughs> the new thing you know what like, it is Fumi? is that you don't even know because dudes have gone from like they went straight from the rotary phone to cellular <laughs> phones you yes, know what i'm saying yes, exactly. to, to what they, they went from like the rotary phone to like cellular phones mm. now. real quick they, they skipped over the whole cordless See, Fumi, phone thing it's 2019 Fumi, and mm -hmm. you got slim clothes on you got your slim black jeans and you look jeans. you look presentable thank you 
Fumi from 10 years ago, 2009 Fumi, mm-hmm. you would have had some ripped ass, disgusting like shit on. You would have had like a, a weird like free T-shirt that you got. Yeah, I was wearing my lacrosse T-shirt. You know, I'm not saying I'm You're not giving I'm, him like the Devil Wears Prada speech right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. You think this yes. has nothing to do with you? No, you, you, yeah, it's you true. think this has nothing to do it's with true. you? But I see you're wearing a someone uh, has picked this out for you. Oh no, he's judging peached, me. Uh, peached burgundy fleece pullover hoodie. <laughs> Where and, do you think uh, that came from? Slim jeans, but you're also wearing it with this nice. Sort of camel top coat. Yeah, he's ripping you uh, apart. You know, the camel top coat under the hoodie. Uh, was it um, was it Kanye West who wore that in public? Maybe in 2013 oh, with a yes. pair of uh, yes, Adidas was. Ultra Boosts. I think that was. Yes. So you don't even know that this is happening. But you're you know, you're, you're, thinking about it. you're yeah. wearing like a formal top coat, right? With a very sure. casual outfit. Yes. But, but I'm copying somebody. Right. Yeah. But that didn't exist for men. Like, the, you know, it's right. Like, right, right, right. you wouldn't have been able to mix it up like yeah. you would have five years ago. And, right, and, right, right, and right, right, if right, you yeah. had worn this in 2009, people would have been like, you are like some sort of ultra street Wait, like, fashion so god. People would have been like, yeah, right. you're, you're either a fashion god or, or like you're Tyrone crazy. Biggums from Chappelle's <laughs> show. <laughs> I know, okay. man, that guy, that, Tyrone Biggums has really ruined the, the blazer with a hoodie thing. I can yeah. never now, who can oh, never wear yeah. it? Anyways, okay, so that was my other question is when, like, I feel like, so I'm a late adopter in terms of like clothing in, mm-hmm. in like clothing consumership, right? So like, what I'll do is I'll copy like what Brian Park wore three years ago. Right. He's That's group, basic, yeah. he, but he's also into fashion, right? Yeah. But, and, and I, I don't know how far, you know, how high up he is in the fashion hierarchy. I'm sure he's copying somebody else, right? Yeah. yeah. But that first dude to do something, it, it doesn't have to be clothes. I remember the first girl I saw do this. Remember the Skrillex haircut that was popular in like 2008? Yep. Yeah. Half shaved. I remember the first girl I, I saw her get that haircut yeah. and I thought she looked so fucking stupid I was like what uh, and nobody was doing it this is like 2006-7 maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. I just moved to New York I was working at Ipado so those hipster girls right, right. I was and like what the fuck is going on here and now then moms two do years it. later everybody was doing it and mm. now it's like 2019 nobody's doing it yeah, anymore yeah you can get it at Target right, right. <laughs> the, the haircut right? the haircut so who are those people setting those like micro trends, right? Because I don't necessarily think that well, haircut thing. or it's this trend is like something that Gucci is doing. Well, it's, it's you know? some Michael, it's some um, it's some Malcolm Gladwell shit. Okay, you know, what does it's that mean? the whole theory of like innovation, where you know, at a high somebody, this is sort of how we look at things, right? Like Malcolm Gladwell has a theory of like the tipping point, mm-hmm. which is when something goes from subculture to pop culture, to you know, and sort of diffuses its way down to the masses, right? And, you know, high stability and also as a trend forecaster, it's like we sort of cater to the early adopters. And a lot of the early adopters are Asian. Because mm. frankly, mm. you know, we want to be up on shit before other people. We do. as soon as... You know, frankly, lames start ruining it for lames. us. Yeah, <laughs> like, like we can't touch that oh, shit. No, anymore. Yeah. You know? As soon as Fumi wears something, I can't wear yeah. it anymore. But it sounds pretentious, and it is. But it it's is. like, look, like a lot of like the people that I knew that happened to be hipsters were Asian. You know, mm. in like in like two thousand, like they were oh. wearing like super tight threadless shirts. Yeah. with like nudie jeans and like oh, American some. apparel blanks. And then a year <laughs> later, they're like, Deep V's. oh man, I'm on like Common Projects now with Margella. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, bruh. What is, what is that? that? You know, or like acronym <laughs> and these crazy yeah. expensive brands. A lot of people happen to be Asian, but mm. I think it's just because, you know, they, for, you know, lack of a better way of describing it, I just feel like there are a lot of Asian people who value the way that product helps flesh out a lifestyle. Yes. You know, from just purely from an aesthetic and functional perspective, it's like if you look at what Marie Kondo is doing now, you know, the art of tidying up, it was just like develop this relationship with your clothing, you know, say thank you to your jacket. You know, you don't have to do that. But um, Japanese consumers and Asian consumers, I feel like, have a tacit understanding that how they spend their money has something to say about who they are as a person. I always got into, I I can trace like how I got into fashion and all these things because I wanted to, um, I never felt that, even though I was Asian, I never felt like I stood out, you know, to people. I I was never really memorable. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'll just be memorable with my clothes. Right. And um, I I always found that that's somewhat uh, not really true. People think I'm always another guy all the time. Uh, even at work sometimes uh, and so do you there's another guy who dresses like this no 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 no, no. I, I'm saying that nobody dresses like me and it doesn't matter oh it doesn't matter yeah people mm. just think oh Asian guy right 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 sometimes the shaved head thing is like the thing that sticks yeah. with their people's minds so I always wonder like if how much do you think that really is affecting people like you know like trying to present like this certain lifestyle and all these things because I think most people don't even really think about it right you know so I mean do you ever find that to be like kind of a weird 
aspect of like a, is it kind of frustrating to try to spend all this time and money to do, make this image happen and it kind of and falls nobody flat. cares yeah nobody mm. cares like no one gets it yeah yeah um I mean yeah but you know it really just comes down to who you're trying to impress oh who are I, you trying to impress I'm trying to impress you well yeah. I'm trying to impress me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, oh I'm easily impressed. So like, like, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing, right? That, that's where we're getting to people that buy stuff and obviously are, are wear it as an outward expression to, to really validate themselves. But I'm like, oh. yo, if you don't feel like you're any more confident in Balenciaga than Zara, then you're fooling yourself. Damn. You know? Whoa. Whoa. You just dropped. That's, Damn. That was a nice. That's nice. Uh, well, but it, nice it's bars. true. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> nice bars, sir. <laughs> nice bars. <laughs> Yo, put that to a beat, and that—that's something. Yeah, but yeah, okay, I feel you there. Yeah. Okay. yeah, dude, you had this really interesting quote that I wanted to bring back up that I really resonated with. You said in some YouTube video that every wardrobe is built on a foundation of expensive mistakes. Yes, right. Yes, so, and, I, and I've made several this okay. past month. Okay, I want to. I want to. I want to. So let's yeah. just first talk about like what that means, right? Yeah. So right. maybe I'll just have you explain it. What did you? I mean, you know, for me, that just comes down to this notion like, that I used to fool myself into thinking is like I'm gonna spend, you know. $250 on this Band of Outsiders shirt which is this really expensive uh, rest in peace brand R.I.P. Yeah. right yeah. is this brand that made a really slim fitting like basic button down shirts and things like that I'm like oh this is the last shirt I'll ever buy or I'm gonna yeah, buy yeah. something really expensive yeah. and it's like like some Junior Watanabe jeans like Levi's jeans yes. another Japanese designer I'm like oh yeah it's fine I'll have these forever yeah mm. yeah 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 and then I'm like you know six months later I'm like ah <sighs> Oh. I want something else. Yes, because that's the game. Yes, the game, right? Was that a mistake? If you liked it for six months? Uh, yes and no, right? But then, you know, then, then you just buy some stuff because you get caught in the trend, like yeah. um, some uh, that crazy was, sneakers that or was something. My, uh, that was my, my all my Rick Owen stuff. Right. I don't know if you, when you first met me, I wore a lot more of those like really long t-shirts. And like, yeah. You know, I don't really wear Is that, that anymore. Is that not in anymore? I, I have seen some comics wear that today. I don't know if they're just catching up with yeah, the Yeah, they're just catching up they're now. Just catching up. Just I remember you were up. doing that. Yeah. So like that whole like real like, you know, that that really like destroyed Rick Owens look was in right. for, you know, a while. And that was definitely like my mistake area. Yeah. yeah. Mistake as in like you thought you were cool, but looking back, you're like, that was that wasn't that it, wasn't good. It, it it was not. It's not even that. It's just kind of like I was. Well, you know, I admit that as a fa- as as fashion but people, fashion is a basketball game. Yeah. The only difference is like whenever you shoot your shot, it costs money. Yes, and oh. not every shot you shoot is gonna like be an instant dunk. But yo, know, the important thing is shoot your shot. You shoot your you shot. Know? Yeah. And to use this analogy, you're kind of like learning. I don't know anything about basketball, so I don't Look, know. So <laughs> here's my analogy, right? It's okay. like basketball players, they're twenty year olds, like twenty twenty five year olds with a shit ton of a disposable income. Yes. And like, yo, when you're that age. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Wear whatever you want. That's that's the only that's time, the time you can do that's it. That's the time. You shouldn't be forty five and be yeah. like be wearing like outrageous stupid that's shit. The, that's when you can wear like the head to toe like floral Givenchy. Yeah, why not? YouTube sneaker opener joints, you know? Yeah. Like in your twenties, that's the absolute time to do that. Yeah, go nuts. Yeah. And you know, that that reminds me of like the story. There's this guy I lived in DC. There's a tailor there, like uh, Georges de Paris, who I think he's been a tailor to pretty much every president since Nixon I want to say yeah but I used to work near his like shop and I stopped in and he would just we would talk about clothes that's awesome which is you know I mean most of my life was talking about clothes but he was just like you know when you're young that's you can just spend money on dumb things yes because when you have a family you can't be doing that yeah like when you have other priorities yes and it's like a lot of people that I've met that are older people in fashion or were into fashion younger it's like that's what exactly what they did they were like yeah I was into just being fresh when I was yes. in my 20s because right. that's the only time you can do it. Yeah. Like, what is the end point of being fresh rather than, like, finding someone to be fresh with for the rest of your life? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm, I really wish we had this conversation nine years ago because I'm 29 now and it's... Uh, right. You're like, almost the sh- done. The ship has sailed. You're almost done, um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I used to buy, like, weird... like. I'd go back to Japan once a year, and then you know, obviously, like you go into like a used clothing store, and they have like all kinds of cool shit. And when when I'm there like two months at a time, I get in this mindset of like, oh, like I can pull this off in Japan, right? Mm. But then like I bring it back to the U.S. and I'm like, oh, people are gonna think I'm so fucking stupid. And I wasn't confident wearing it. Like, uh, have you guys ever bought anything, especially like in that price range? You know what you guys are shopping at? Totally. That that you 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 buy it and you're like, oh, this is gonna be dope. And then you start wearing it and you're like, ah, oh, I don't feel. I don't feel good in it all the time. All the time, yeah. Still. <laughs> and what do you do when that happens? You gotta just return it, you or just you just own it. You just oh, you just either, own it. Either you own it, either you own it or, or return you, it. Yeah, or you return <laughs> it. <laughs> own it like physically and mentally. Yeah. Physically, yeah. mentally, physically, physically, mentally. You also said on one of these YouTube videos that at one point, 
and I think it was like 2015, you had spent like close to $10,000 on clothes. Yeah, that's pretty much my, yeah, that's my annual budget still. Right. Is that, what, where are you sense. at, Mike? Because you're like into clothes. And I am. I mean, I've tried. I mean, you did just buy a Roly. I did buy a Rolex. And so that's already like half, your budget's half gone. Yeah. I would say everything he says is true as far as, you know, when you're younger, you make a lot of mistakes. And now I am a lot more settled in who I am. You know, and the drawback to that is I don't look as fresh as I used to. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think I used to look like a fucking idiot a lot of times, but every once in a while I would look awesome. Mm. And uh, now I'm like okay looking. I think someone like uh, Gian would see me and go, "This guy knows how to put something together," but I don't look like stop and take a street photo of me anymore. You, you know? used right. to be. I used to be more <laughs> like that. That used to happen to me all the time. <laughs> People would stop and take a picture of me. Ew. And I would always look terrible. <laughs> I would always look terrible because you can't cover up the face. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. the face is always there. It's just always going to look funny. So, um, yeah, I think I spend I think I spend a little less. I spend, you know, my, my cargo pants budget is pretty high because I love cargo pants. Mm. But, uh, you know, it, overall, it's sort of like, you know, once in a while, I'll really go out, go out on something. But I'm kind of I'm kind of settled into my look. So right. I'm like, so you make know, less, you like you make less mistakes now because you kind of know you've been playing I basketball know, for a while. I've been playing. Yeah. I'm not going to be doing like the crazy 360 dunk anymore. Right. right, know, right. I'm going gonna... to be like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait oh, when there's the a penalty shot open. Sh- the penalty back backboard. Yes. I want, <laughs> I want somebody to, to foul me. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think it's the whole less but better thing for me because it's less like, yeah, better. I do. It, it is pretty high every year still. Well, it high is high compared to like most people. Compared budget, to most people. Right? Yes. Because most people, I think, spend 1% of their annual budget on clothing. Yeah. And, and, shows, yeah. You know, and that's fine. But, you know, that's just it's my, that's the luxury I choose. There is something kind of awesome about looking really cool and being at home. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> like I have a, like a really nice polo, <laughs> like like uh, the bear one. Yeah, yeah I have a really nice polo. No, not the hoodie, but I have also a, a polo, uh, a polo bear, um, like you know, bath like night robe, bath yeah. robe. Right. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I have that. I have some Gucci slippers, and I can put that on with like some silk pajamas and shit. Mm-hmm. And then just sit at home and drink tea. Yeah. And I'm just and, like, and you feel cool. Yeah. No, these 20 year olds don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No, that, that's about. sort of the next phase, though, right? Yeah. Then, then you're getting into like, yo, does the crib match the closet? Kind of <laughs> <level>. Yeah. <laughs> and that's sort of what I'm going to You're right. Out, you yeah. Know? You can't be super fresh, but then like you live in your mom's basement and right. shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, for as much as I spend on clothes, it's like, you keep in mind, I, I keep shit moving of like things I'd no longer wear. Yeah. And then it's like, I am fortunate to be in a position where I get gifted stuff. So yeah. it's like, for what I spend, it's like, there's stuff from a couple years ago that I'm already like moving. Yeah. Just so I can make money to specifically buy things. Let's close this out with um, how, how, any, you got any advice for Fumi here? Yes, that's what I was going to get yeah. to. Yeah. What, what kind of, you know, Fumi's okay. He's doing all right. Yeah. I think M- mainly I've, because I'm hanging out with more stylish people. I like think you guys. me and Brian Park have, have helped you a little bit. I I've told him to his face. I literally just copy. I, you know, I bought my first jean jacket last year. Yeah, <laughs> my first one. And I'm like, this is. I don't know why I didn't buy this earlier. But he was wearing that shit like five years ago. Jean jackets are very you. I feel too. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have the confidence to wear it. It's a jean jacket. How how do you not have? I, the I know, confidence but I have a that? picture of me wearing a jean jacket when I was like three, and I was like, that's for babies. And I just, <laughs> I just right. that's just what I thought in my head. I'm like, that's for babies. That's for babies. That's for babies. And then I got one, and I was like, oh, I like the way I feel in it. But it just might be because I felt like I was old enough to wear I don't know you know How, okay so any advice for this for I this mean, lame here my yeah. advice is look in your closet find like the one thing that uses your favorite piece of clothing okay right and then find the best possible version of it you can afford because this oh. is what happens this is this is what fucks you up and oh can I, can I curse of course oh, this, yeah. is, this <laughs> is what <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like, how I got into this shit in the first place was, like, the, the first piece that just fucked you up. Like, like talking about, like, the first... It, it broke your heart how much, how good it felt, you know? Mm. And it just changed your world forever. And for me, that was, like, a Mark Jacobs... Mark by Mark Jacobs uh, moleskin trucker jacket, like a denim jacket. Okay. Oh, okay. I bought that... I was, like, maybe 2021 from Barney's Co-op. And it was yeah, on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, the first fashion piece I bought that was, like, this is not from The Gap. I have a Barney's receipt. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna wear that. I'm gonna have the receipt, the receipt in my pocket all the you time. You know, and, and it was the first time I ever took that plunge, and I was just like, "All right, I'm in it. I'm in it now." Yeah. Like, I can't. I can't be wearing these with, you know, these old diesel boot cuts. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm, man, I, I got so much diesel like, boot cuts, man. Yeah, I gotta, you know, step up everything else, and really just like, yeah, you know, 
in terms of what to actually spend money on, it's going to be coats and shoes for me, and sometimes mm. pants. But coats, shoes, two yeah, things that wear. you're going to wear a lot, and to a certain degree have to be of premium quality. So mm-hmm. in that way, it's worth it. And you know everything else, you can just figure out what works. It's just mm-hmm. for me, it's like find what you wear a lot of, and just get the pos- best possible version of it within your budget. I love that. That's I love good. that. Thank That's you, good. Sensei. Very, <laughs> very, very Marie Kondo in a way. You know, yeah. spark joy. Spark <laughs> joy. Always get the spark joy. <laughs> What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back with Das Race News. Das Race News. We've got uh, a couple of little things we're going to uh, talk with our guest, Jan de, de Leon. And um, I think the first one here, somewhat related, you know, it's about it's about image and it's about uh, Baby Chanko. Baby Chanko. The one-year-old whose amazing mane went viral is now a full-blown aha, hair model. And uh, it's, this, it's this baby and she has a um, new, is it with Pantene? It's with Pantene. It's yes, with Pantene. And uh, she she's got this uh, thing, uh, this commercial out, and she's got this awesome Instagram, and she's got crazy times hair. I mean, she, first of all, Asian babies are already automatically adorable. They're just the cutest thing in the world. Just, have, you guys, have you guys all seen the picture? Which yeah. one? Of the baby Chanko. Oh, just yeah. So. I've okay. seen several. All right. Well, yeah. we'll leave a link on the thing so you guys can follow along. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it's the Asian Rapunzel, as they say, right? It's Is that the, what they call her? Yeah, that's what I've been reading. Oh. Um, I... You know, did you watch that like marketing campaign, the video that they made with Pantene? It starts with like, this is when I was born and yeah, I had yeah, a yeah. lot of hair and my mommy loved me. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, then there's like a weird dark moment where they talk about like um, internet trolls. Like it, the internet trolls saying like, ew, why is this baby so weird? Like he uh, should get checked out, all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just felt kind of bad that like babies have to go through that, you know? <laughs> like, baby Chanko just like being a one-year-old and just like already dealing with mean YouTube comments, Yeah, just you know? trying to like understand, first of all, you know, if objects are permanent and then, yeah. and then she also <laughs> and then, has to yeah. figure out about these troll things. <laughs> she has to learn what haters are first. She has to know what be able to comprehend what haters are and then figure it out. Young people have to deal with so much now. I know. You know? I, I, who's it? Rick Owen said that... Is this the same Rick Owens from earlier? From earlier. <laughs> so influential. He's a very smart person. But uh, he's he, he had a thing where kind of the same thing where uh, you know, spend money on shoes and then and, and coats. But he said um, have great shoes and have great hair and mm-hmm. everything else is kind of okay. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he has great hair. He has great hair. He's got like this like really crazy like super straight hair. Yeah. Gian, you got great hair. Do you, where, do you, where do you get your haircut? Where do I get my haircut? Yes. I go to Mildred in the Lower East Side. Uh, shouts to Rob McMillan, who's been cutting my hair ever since I moved to New York. Wow. Like 10 years ago. Ooh, you, you trust a non-Asian person. I do, but he know, he knows how to deal with like Asian hair. Fumi, you go to a nice haircut place, right? Do you go to like oh, yeah, a... It's, it's nice enough. I just... I have very um, thick Asian fro hair. Okay. So I can't... Like, I've gone to, like, a white person before. I mean, I'm sure if I paid the right amount of money, they could do it. But yeah. it's just they don't... I feel like they don't know how to cut it. And okay. so I've made a lot of mistakes going to, like, these random-ass, you know, just white barbershops. And so I just go to this Japanese guy now. And, uh, you know, they're used to it. it. We have a word for it in Japanese. It's called kusege, which is, like, the type of hair I have. Like, it's really thick. It just grows out huh. like this. Oh. So I don't have, like... He has very straight hair, yeah. right? So, so you have, like, super saiyan hair. I like, do have super like saiyan hair. hair. Right. If I had this hair, hair, I could pretty much go anywhere and get my hair cut because even if they fucked it up, it just it lays down it lays so you can down, fix right. it with gel or whatever. But mine goes up, so... So what do they, they do that's different from like a regular haircut? They have buzzers with different power just levels buzzers, on they, the side. <laughs> <laughs> but they just know like how to cut like the, this diagonal part and like... 
I don't know. I, I just I've I've always had a good experience with like Japanese people who understand this type of hair. So so that's what I've been doing. I've just always been obsessed with hair because when I was growing up, I wanted this is a very California specific thing, but mm-hmm. like really straight nice hair and then like with with like two long bangs in the front ah do you guys know what i'm talking about yeah 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 this is kind of the bowl cut <laughs> no no i this didn't is, have a uh, cut james franco that ca- character he played in that movie the artist he had that haircut it's K- old school now kind of it's it's Which kind one? of a like ozzy osbourne um, yeah, I, like like Yu-Gi-Oh with like yeah, the two like yeah yeah <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. That's the reference I was yeah. looking for. <laughs> you know, it's just it's a very like nine. It's a very like mid nineties Asian. You know, I, I think you might be able to see something like that in um. You, you ever see that movie Better Luck Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like that. You know, like the mm. Asian gangster hair. But I had wavy hair, and and if you've seen on my Instagram the picture of me from eighth grade, I did not have the cool hair. I had like. Like terrible hair. I mean, in my opinion, in, in, <laughs> at, at the time, I thought it was bad. So now, ever since then, I've, I shave my head, right? Because that gives me power. Weirdly enough. <laughs> well, this guy's what's his name? Uh, Owen, Rick Owens. Rick Owens. His thing about like you gotta have great hair. That's it's like not you can't work on hair. You know, I feel like you're you, can. Bo- you can. You can. You can go to it. the right person. You can. You oh, go you to the right a, person. Yeah, but I can't. I'm limited to how cool my hair can look. Like I can't. Like I can never pull off. See, I can't. I can't grow r- my hair out and stuff like that's that. That's not you know? the right mentality. Oh, you for think me. I'm in the wrong mentality? Yeah, you gotta always believe in yourself. Kind of like Chanko. Yes. Well, Chanko is is a is a is a, a freak of nature because this is just amazing. Is that, did that picture freak you guys out? All, freak you guys out at all? No, or? I think it's awesome. It's a good photo. It's, it's a really lot good. of hair. It is. I think they maybe you know maybe maybe got teased a little bit, but it was it looks it really looks really good. Did your did your parents cut your hair when you were younger? Yes, I remember my mom wanted to save money, and so she cut my hair. Yeah, and it takes so long, and I'm like, how is this worth saving ten dollars or whatever it was? That's crazy. It who who cut your hair before this Rob McMillian guy? Yeah. Um, man, I, just different people. I had a I had a, a stylist in D.C. Uh, named Brian. That will cut my hair too. So, so you've always kind of been be, uh, as part of the fashion umbrella. You've always been into like cool hair, good hair. I've been, yeah, I guess so. I'm yeah. sort of just like I don't think I've really changed my hairstyle since like 2010. Mm. It's just like same, short on the sides, long up top, and then it's just variations thereof. I mean, I had yeah. like real emo hair for a while. Did you? Just like ah, long, really? shaggy <laughs> bangs. Yeah, I playing guitar. That. I can see that. Playing guitar. Yeah, yeah tight jeans. Hell yeah, right. dude. Hell yeah. Did you? Did you I. I what would you? What would happen if you grew your hair out long? Would um, it be that bad? Well, when you saw me last time, that was probably the longest I ever grew it. I would, honestly, in my mind, your hair never changes. That's what Brian you're, says too. You're like a you're like a Simpsons character. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same every single time. It, oh, it look just, how long it is! No, it's yeah. not. It's the same. Uh, it just becomes like a big circle. Do you know huh. what I mean? It's like I'm wearing a helmet. Yeah, you, I can do see. you know? Remember Dragon Ball Z? The the guy who can't fight in the brown. Mr. Judo Satan. With? Mr. Satan. I look like oh. Mr. Satan. That kind of hair. Yeah, and it's really unfortunate because I can't, I don't think I can do anything with it unless I like really grow it out and maybe I can get like a straight perm or something like that. But like, right. it doesn't go down. So it, it just so goes this way. And yeah, 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 yeah. looks mad weird in pictures. I wow. mean, I feel after a certain length, the gravity would take over. That's what my mom <laughs> says, but. <laughs> <laughs> Fumi, go ahead and grow out your hair. Also, wear this jean jacket. No, jean jackets are for babies. <laughs> But also, like, now we're getting gravity involved. Like, you know, we're talking about yeah. hair here. Like, I don't want to, like, go that. I mean, I don't want to try that hard, you know. But I've always been jealous of people with, like, softer hair that just. Yeah. I knew I had weird hair when uh, uh, Japanese boys, they'll play at the park um, with those metal bars. And they'll, f- they'll do, like, turns on them. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. an Olympic event. But that's a very common park activity right. in Japan. You hang upside down when you're little just to, like, yeah, yeah. be cool or whatever. And I w- my friends would do it. And their hair would go down, would go like straight up, but my hair wouldn't change. It would just be the like, same. Like you wouldn't even know if I'm in space because, <laughs> because my hair wouldn't flow. It's just gonna stay like this, you know? Yeah, yeah I just feel like there's, it's, uh, you know, I think Asian people are. We we try to change up how we look with our hair. We try to play around with it, and it's and it's a challenge sometimes. And that's why I think people like go like extreme with the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever fuck around with like different hair colors and shit like that? Yeah. Uh, okay, I didn't, I didn't go. go like full blonde. I had like frosted tips. Frosted tips. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. You know. <laughs> oh man, puka shell necklaces. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, man. I I. Oh. I think that was freshman year of college. Did you do it yourself? Yes. Yeah. I always um. But you know what's interesting? Like Asian people care a lot about hair, and you know it's evident in our video game design, right? All the mm. video game like Cloud from FF7, amazing hair. Yes. Right. 
But white white people like they have cool hair without really doing much. Like the the sexiest white guy haircut, the hairstyle is like just getting out of bed and just kind of brushing your hair hand through the right. right I feel right, like right, a lot right. of Asians do that though. Like yeah, a lot that, of like, that messy that messy yeah, like, like sort of like you know default K-pop hairstyle yeah. you know, for some like or at least every guy like K-pop group there's there's the one that's like. The messy bedhead type, yeah. ah, you know. Amazing hair. Like yeah, every yeah, yeah. boy band has like the Harry Styles one. Yes. So, but yeah. that guy's is very calculated. No, the messy look is calculated. It right? is calculated. as opposed to like a like that Bob Dylan poster. You know, that guy just woke out of right. You know, that's like just naturally. I mean, I have a lot of Japanese hairstylists friends who who compare white hair to a cat's hair. <laughs> huh. They say it's like they say even if I fuck up, it doesn't matter because they just do this. They just put their hand over it and it fixes itself. Wow, it's like cat hair. This just like I didn't know that. It's white racist, people. but it's a compliment. You heard, so. you heard it here, folks. You white people are cats. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it with the weirdest flex ever. I know. Should we do this other race news here? Uh, yeah, let's quickly do it. Uh, so um, I didn't even know this. Was I can walk. Th- I can walk through this one. Okay, go. So this one. Um, this <laughs> this is kind kind of stupid. This is near and dear to my heart. But uh, the headline reads: Nunchucks are legal again in New York City. Yes. Which I didn't even know it was illegal. Yes, but I knew. You knew because I love nunchucks. Right. But here's a little backstory. It's very racist, right? <laughs> in the 1970s, the U.S. was in the middle of kung fu fever, right? It yes. Was with the Bruce Lee and everything like that, people loved kung fu movies. Worried that young people inspired by the craze might use nunchucks to cause havoc, New York State lawmakers criminalized the weapon. In 1974, officials were especially worried about muggers and street gangs who might use nunchucks to cause serious harm um, Mm. in the community. Which that's like, honestly, if gangs were using nunchucks, that's a blessing. That would be, I mean, how if you got mugged by a guy with nunchucks, you'd be like, okay, this is pretty cool. Uh, I I deserve it. I deserve it. You have nunchucks, sir. Can you imagine like drive-bys with like shooting stars? Yeah. I want I want I want all street gangs to be like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Everyone has a different <laughs> everyone has a different weapon. It's fucked up because like obviously guns and swords are still legal, and then and nunchucks are like hard to use too. Like you need a sensei. So or this whatever, is very so dorky, like, but I used I used to use nunchucks, not use them. I used to play with them yeah. all the time when I was a kid, and I, uh, I went to a martial arts school that taught like nunchucks, and I I, I would learn how to use them, mm-hmm. and they I, I one day was practicing on like a you know like a heavy bag. And nunchucks um, will do, they, they're terrible weapons because they will do a lot of damage to the person, to the, your target. Yeah. But then they'll also do some damage to you. Why? Because it hurts your hand? No, because it bounces. It bounces off of the thing. So you got to dodge it, but you can't dodge all of it? Yeah. Because like, so if I hit you with one, yeah. I'll hit you and you'll get hurt. Yeah. But it'll like ricochet off of you and then like it'll hurt me a little bit. Like it'll bounce off my oh. hand. It might bounce off my, my body or something like that. And then if you miss with it, then you got a fucking nunchuck that's Coming just at your way. flying back <laughs> towards you. So you just hit yourself with your own weapon. Wow. I don't think they the white people like thought about this before they made it illegal. No. You know, none no, of this no, went no, into no. it. No, this was all because of Bruce Lee and they were like, We can't have this. But then this one Jewish dude, his his last name is uh what is it? Mahoney or something? Maloney, he felt for this case. And he he's been fighting for four decades. Oh my god. So this Jewish guy who uh he so he got into it because his dad was his dad died because he got stabbed. <gasps> and so he was like very passionate about like weapons and stuff. This and is a sweet movie so I far. I know, right? And then, then I don't know why his dad got stabbed and died, and then he picked up the nunchucks. That's when he started the nunchucks, yes. um, just to learn more about like weapons or something. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know. I don't really get it. Like, was he trying to avenge his family with nunchucks? He's just a, he's just a Jewish dude, right? But then yeah. he's been doing it for so long now. He's very good, and he created his own style called the Shafan Halavan, uh, which, which is a Hebrew translation of, uh, of White Rabbit. What is his style? Of, it, I mean, it, how it, many styles of nun- waving well, a you know, stick I, around? I don't know what they're called, but I'm, you know, you know, like in Chinese kung fu, they always have like lion style and like oh, tiger right. style, right? right so right, his, right. his is a Jewish, you know, white rabbit. Man, shouts. Also a great candy. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe is that's what, yeah. White you never rabbit? had white rabbit before? That would be so funny if that's what he got inspired from. <laughs> like, this is pretty cool. He's eating what? this candy. <laughs> mm, mm, so caramelly. <laughs> then now he's doing but it. But the so. judge who the judge who uh, you know made this legal again she was asian uh judge oh. chen from nassau county so this is all this is all full circle this now full you know circle, what I'm yeah she, i mean we can all have i it. think they should be legal if you can just demonstrate that you're good at nunchucks ah if you oh if you're bad it should be legal yes it's like, it's, it should be like a license thing right like guns <laughs> like right? guns. Like yeah. guns. Yeah. We should have, yeah, we should Nunchuck have. certification? <laughs> I, I, yo. Guys, I can't go out tonight. Tomorrow I got my nunchuck <laughs> test. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what would that be? Would they just have like those like fake mannequins? Oh, but no, but around? like that ass, like there was like a messenger guy. 
I, I can't believe I'm just remembering this. There's a messenger <laughs> guy that was delivering something to my office. And then, like, we had to wait for somebody to get, like, the, the thing he was delivering. And then in the meantime, he goes, yo, man, check this out. And he shows me a video. And he's, like, wearing this insane, like, punk vest with all these patches. And then it's just him and, like, the messenger warehouse just real nice with nunchucks. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he was, Wait, it's him. It's him. <laughs> like, a six foot three, you know, ethnically ambiguous dude that just looked like, you know, he could definitely kick your ass. Yeah. But then just being nice. He was double chucking. Double oh! chucking. He was double chucking. You gotta double chuck. <laughs> you he gotta was, double chuck. He was chuck. doing every, he was like doing the thing where you're catching your underarms and then yeah. he, was like, he switched nunchucks mid-routine. I was like, Okay, that's the nunchuck certification test. That's what it is. <laughs> right you gotta there. look nice in it. Yeah, you Hell. actually have to defeat him. Okay, <laughs> double <laughs> chucking. You know what? You know what I like is that when we first read this uh, this uh, headline, I, I know you guys were a little skeptical about nunchucks, but yeah. now we're all into it. We're all into now it. Now we're all gonna get nunchucks now. Okay, they're legal. <laughs> we, just like they are weed. Let's just go on Amazon right now we and should, buy some. We should sell Asian, not Asian nunchucks. Oh, oh shit. shit! It would say Asian on one of them and so not, not Asian, Asian on the other, other one. There you go. And you have to fucking train. <laughs> we <laughs> offer train. classes to Patreon subscribers. <laughs> you know, you know. At any second though, like a hot, like it'll be like a hot Asian Instagram model will learn oh, to use nunchucks and then boom, it. you know it. Yeah. Six million followers I know. right so, away. So going to be getting with huge tits, just like fucking uh, killing it. But also just like if if someone's good with nunchucks, it's that's just it. tight. You see, yeah. well, not only tight, but it's like yo, to be good with nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, you're practicing. It went viral. That, remember that baby video, that baby Asian, Asian baby. Yeah, who did, did the thing? Right, that already went viral. So. Have you seen the, the the Chinese grandma who was good at nunchucks? No, she wasn't super good, but she was like pretty good, and she was like using it and shit. And she was just she was like like lazily doing it, definitely white rabbit style for sure, <laughs> you know. And it was like so like mellow and everything. It was like very like Tai Chi ish almost. It was really Damn, cool. Damn, I love that. We I all need that. to like get back. My wife, it, she keeps threatening divorce because I keep talking about how I love nunchucks. Yeah. And so I guess got to show her these videos. I would yeah. love to take a nunchuck class with you guys. Okay, why don't we start a nunchuck class? Who would teach it? I will teach it. We'll, we'll get the Maloney guy. <laughs> <laughs> White rabbit style, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back with uh, some games here with our uh, with our guest today, the fashion mogul, and uh, <laughs> my fashion sensei. I've learned so much. Yeah, I'm gonna remember this day forever. Uh, so what we typically do with our guests is that we create these games, cater to their uh, expertise and uh, you know stuff that they're into. And so today we created some fashion games that we're gonna play with you. Are you ready? Oh man. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, this game is called the Crystal Ball. Okay. Uh, Jian is a fashion mogul and a cultural trend forecaster. But how far into the future can he see? Mm -hmm. In this game, Fumi and Mike will run through some potential future fashion trends, and Jian will predict, uh, predict the fate of those ideas. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Give us your professional consulting advice. Question number one. Will Von Dutch hats come back? Ooh. 90s mm. is in, and we're, almost at, we're at the cusp of 2000 again. Uh, no. Really? No. Why? Tell how us come? why. How, how come? I mean, Christian Audigier was a god, you know, who did the whole Von Dutch Empire and mm -hmm. already after it. And I think, you know, those that empire passed away with him. He, mm. he passed away and he was really good at sort of celebrity merchandising and getting stuff on the Justin Timberlakes and Britney Spears of the world that then got people into those brands. And now the consumer is just smarter and there's better brands out there. And there's going to be, I mean, there's not that much difference between what Gucci looks like now and what Ed Hardy looked like back then. So that's true. Damn, yeah. you just blew my mind. Well, you were kind of hoping they would come back. I just felt <laughs> I never the aesthetic will come back. I don't know if that brand will because that brand, you know, doesn't really have what's the aesthetic? Is any it the visor? prominence? Kind no, of no, like the Ed Hardy sort of. I mean, the trucker hat is not going to go away for sure. But like, yeah, Von Dutch was sort of a automotive motorcycle company yeah. vibe. Yeah, but everything that they were offering, you can get authentically from Harley Davidson. Right. You know, and I think that has been like the new sort of brand that everybody wants to champion. And you know, Harley Davidson is not going to go away because they're not making, they're not going to stop making motorcycles. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so no, so no, <laughs> so not a Von Dutch, but but that vibe might, but yeah. that vibe might. The spirit okay. of Von Dutch will live on. The spirit of Von Dutch will live on. I love that. I love that. You wow. got one. You got one. Yeah, I um, I, w I it's not really a trend right now. It kind of is, but do you think that I could ever wear my jujitsu gi around. Yeah. Yeah. As, as is or like with a cool jacket? Um, either or. 
Mm, what do you think? Yeah, just it's all depends on the context. Well, wow. well context yeah. is. Today. I mean, like I just got. <laughs> yeah. Context is out in the real world. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's been brands from neighborhood to like Supreme that have made the Naragi you know, jacket. The Naragi, uh, well, not the Naragi, but they do like the frog button. Oh yes. Like, Kung Fu outfit. Yes. Right. And like uh, they did the Supreme made a denim one. Neighborhood has done and needles have done several like out of satin, silk, what have you. Mm. You know, it's just, it's Chinatown fresh. It's just really hard to Ooh. pull off if you're not Asian. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> That's the key. You yeah. gotta be Asian. Hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> check, I am that. Yeah. All right, all right, okay. I've seen, I've seen people rock it though. Okay. But then, you know, the whole Naragi silhouette is, you know, it's it's, Advanced, but it is advanced. Ah, in the advanced. right hands. <laughs> it's the it's just the, like nunchucks. Just like nunchucks. <laughs> just like nunchucks. <laughs> Only the well trained can execute it. <laughs> well, and if you don't, you hurt yourself really yeah, bad. You exactly. hurt yourself in the nuts. Yeah. I've got a couple more. Okay, um, what about like slutty kimonos? Would that ever be a thing? <laughs> like traditional wear doesn't have to be kimonos, but like Koreans have a thing. You know, a slutty. Oh, right. oh the chung sums. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a slutty version of that. Like, will girls ever wear that to the club? You know. Hmm. The thought kimono? Yeah. The yeah. Thought, is there one like yeah. that? I like mean, there there is already I that, love that on on brazzers for sure. But <laughs> yes. is there something like that that we could just but something like, that's done tastefully? You know? Yeah. Something. Can that be done tastefully? I would. I yeah. I mean, like you know, if you look at designers like Hyder Ackerman, that oh, are yeah. like sort of globally influenced designers, and to a certain extent, you know, Dries Van Noten, who's known for really sexy, luxurious loungewear, it could work. It's not going to be like a kimono in the truest sense. It'll probably just be like a robe with. An insane sort of detail yeah. on it and like a craftsmanship, Ooh. but yeah, it could, work. it could work. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, I know what your next purchase is for me. He <laughs> <laughs> goes from Vans hoodie to Dreams Van Norton robe. Thought kimono. I thought kimono. Hey boys. Um, uh, I like that. I mean, you sort of saw that at Coachella vibes, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like true. you just had like these short shorts and like cut off vintage shirt with just like these really sheer robes. You know, oh. kimono type robe. Yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of it like that. Man, this is for this is definitely a twenty year old game for yeah. sure. Yeah, not for me. Do you want to do the next game, or do you want to do another stupid example? Uh, you want to do one more? Okay. You know how like there's an, there's like an athleisure <laughs> thing happening right mm-hmm. now. Oh, it's been happening. Oh, I just discovered it last week. <laughs> and uh, shouts to Lululemon <laughs> or whatever. Will there ever be like uh, athletic gear, but like mixed with wedding gown style, like an athletic wedding dress? Athle- Athle- you know what I mean? Didn't R- you know, Rihanna already make one? Oh, for the Fenty sort of collection. Done? Yeah, like she did like of a, one of her Fenty Puma collections was oh, sort yes. of Victorian inspired. I think it was maybe 2014 that oh, she I'm did so it. Oh, so behind! Yeah. I'm so behind! He's just oh, not even God. a crystal ball. He's looking into the past. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. All right. Well, let's move on because I embarrassed myself. Let's move on to the second game. Okay. The second game is a game I used to play on another fashion podcast I had, and it's called uh, Buy, Burn, or Steal, which is basically Fuck, Kill, Mary. Right, it's, it's the same kind of thing. It's like one of these, and these are concepts. So they're going to be it's one, something you would you would buy, something you would burn, and something you would steal. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll it's it's we'll do it thematically based on this episode. So, which of these would you buy, burn, or steal? So we're we talking about like buy full price, buy full price, not even with a discount code. No, not even with a discount <laughs> code. Okay. Buy full price, burn it, get rid of it, or want steal it. Okay. Uh, one, uh, there's three things. So listen to all three. One. Baby Chanko hair. Mm. Two. Bike messenger nunchuck skills. <laughs> Three. <laughs> spa day. I'd burn the spa day. Oh, don't you're not a spa no. fan? We were talking uh, about that earlier. You, you, yeah. You don't like spas? I think given these three, I'd ra- rather have the hair and the nunchuck skills. I would steal yeah, the nunchuck yeah. skills and buy the hair. Dude. Oh, man. If you had that hair. That hair and yeah. nunchucks? Yeah. This is the best Instagram ever. Right? Oh, my. That's it. I feel like that's what Trump thinks he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I've got great hair. And check this out. <laughs> that's what he thinks he's doing every time he makes a speech. He's like, oh, you see it's that? amazing. You see yeah, that? Yeah. Huh? No, I did it the the wall is just, we've employed 5,000 nunchuck wielding messengers. <laughs> I might be behind the wall if there was more nunchucks involved. Right, in instead it. of like the guards having guns, they just have nunchucks. Right, exactly. yeah. That's fucking dope, dude. <laughs> that would just confuse the shit out of migrants. I'm just like, am I supposed to? Is this America? Yeah. Is this America? Country? <laughs> no, no, like, where did we walk? Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, well, that was fun. That was a fun game. Uh, that was a good game. Oh, is that it? I still only have a game. Okay, well, well, thanks for playing. Did you have fun? It was great. All right. Where do I get these nunchuck skills, though? Well, again, we're. Uh, 
the school of Mike. School <laughs> of Mike, Mike is gonna start. <laughs> you know, I I picked up a bunch of stupid skills. You all have so many the side way. hustle ambitions. You, you know? know that movie Napoleon Dynamite really spoke to me because I thought for a long time this is how you get chicks, and it was like chicks like bow staff skills and computer hacking. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I like learned like how to like use nunchucks. I learned, I used to be a hip hop dancer. Well, that that's on the right track. I don't know what you thought we were thinking with the nunchucks though. You thought that was really gonna. Get I, the girls. I, I just I just wanted to have a lot of skills. Okay. You know, and I always think, you know, I still I'm a, I I still sometimes wake up and go, I really haven't been working on my shuriken skills, you know? Like <laughs> I can't I used to think that I I should really be able to like yeah. throw a knife really well. I thought I'd be able to turn into a leaf by now. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't. And I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? I'm just doing comedy instead. This is stupid. Uh, okay. All right, everybody. That was episode forty-seven. We thought we thought. Oh no! What am I saying? We hope. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, again, you can follow us at uh, Instagram. You can find us at Asian Not Asian Pod, and then you can also find me at the Fumiabe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants. Crow. Cool. And Gian, do you want to plug anything? Anything you'd like to mention? Yeah. This will come out tomorrow. So absolutely. Um, you can check me out every week on High Society's Dropcast. Listen oh, to that on yeah. Megaphone and any podcast app. And we also have a new series we just dropped called Why It's Cool, oh. which Fumi, you should probably listen to and learn about the origin of Wait, is that things what? like Air Jordans and Vans and Dickie's Pants and why you know they are cool in our world and beyond. So cool. So you can find both of those That's amazing. on your podcast app. Cool. Um, anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, Hack City. We've got... Uh, this is... A big deal. So we've got uh, Hack City Comedy coming out. Uh, it's on Wednesday, so two days from when this, this originally drops. drops. It's right. It's January 16th. Uh, what are, when are doors? 8 p- uh, 7.30 doors, 8 p.m. show at Canal Street Market. That's 265 Canal Street. The food vendors are open till 8. So if you want to like eat Go in stuff, there, grab a little snack. Come a little early, come grab in. a little snack, hang out. We're also sponsored by Owl Brews, so there'll be some free alcohol. Yes. Alcoholies. And uh, it's a new venue, so we really want to pack it out, have yeah. a great show. Uh, and it'll so be a lot of fun, I think. And yeah, come say hi to us. We're always happy to uh, talk to our listeners and stuff like that. Uh, quick shout out to our network listening party and uh, Canal Street Market, Canal Street Radio for having us. Uh, check out the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Also, uh, please check out our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod where you can uh, donate to our cause and help us uh, pay for stuff and uh, you know afford our this this artistic life we, that we lead. We need to get Fumi some new clothes. Yeah, so that's the, that's that's what where this is. mainly the money is going. That's what this is, man. Yeah, and, man. Uh, I think that's I think that's it. Uh, thanks again to our guest Gian for being here yeah. and, and 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 dropping the knowledge. Absolutely, man. check him out on thanks, the Insta, guys. the Twitter, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later, bye.